I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Not Another Mommy podcast. I'm Alison Perry and you're listening to episode one. Well, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every single episode, I'm going to be interviewing a different mum or dad about a parenting topic. And to kick things off, I spoke to Sarah Turner, aka the Unmumsy Mum. Uh, she is the author of two best-selling books and also the Unmumsy Mum blog. She is also an ambassador for Mummy Social, which is a brilliant website that connects mums online and also in real life. So Sarah and I chatted a bit about why it's so important to make mum friends, especially in those early days when you've just had a baby, but also throughout motherhood as well. Um, and Sarah kind of told me a little bit about her, her own experiences. Um, and I caught up with her about her recent exciting announcement. She revealed that she is pregnant with her third baby a few weeks ago. Um, yes, yeah, so I just basically chatted to her about how she's been feeling and how she's feeling about becoming a mum for the third time. So grab a cup of tea, settle down and enjoy the interview. Okay, so I'm here with Sarah from the Unmumsy Mum. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, first of all, congratulations on your news. Oh, thank you very much. So for those of you who might not be aware, Sarah has just announced that she is pregnant with her third baby. So you've got Henry, who's five. Henry's five, yeah. Jude is uh, two and a half. Actually, he'll be three in September. Um, yeah, and uh, baby boy number three. So. Are they excited about having a baby brother? They are excited about having a baby brother, but I don't know. Um, we, we actually took them with us to have the scan. We wanted it to be like a you know nice family affair. Um, but I think the whole point of us kind of finding out with them there was a little bit lost in that, you know, the sonographer actually showed them the screen. This yeah. is your baby brother. Look, you can see his willy. It was quite, you know, blatant. Yeah. And then walking out, Henry went... I wonder if we'll have a brother or a sister. Oh. <laughs> we were like, no, Henry, that's the whole reason why we've spent, you know. Yeah, if it's going to be a sister, then yeah, she, we need to have a conversation. She's got issues, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I say that now, God, imagine. But yeah, no, it was quite a defined uh, shape between the legs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, they're delighted, as are we. Yeah, Amazing. And how have you been feeling for the last few weeks? Quite rough, to be honest, yeah. So um, I'm feeling quite sprightly now, and I'm almost gliding along the road just at feeling normal again just yeah. not feeling sick yeah it's that comparison isn't it when you've been in the morning sickness yeah thing, just feeling normal yeah feels amazing I think um I've read an awful lot from people 
recently who have had really severe pregnancy sickness and mine was nowhere near that severe so that's kind of the blessing of social media is it does give you perspective because you see other people's stories and you're like okay so I haven't hit those lows yeah but I had I was counting and I had a period of about 40 days when I was sick every single day at some point um not all the time you know I was popping out and about so lucky in that respect but yeah just just so much just so much kind of feeling it's almost like that car sickness feeling isn't yeah. it just feeling just nausea yeah oh um it really affects your mood as well oh my god i've been awful to live with awful so bad poor james i'm sorry james if you are listening to this which you should be um yeah really really bad but um yeah the i'm feeling a lot brighter now and hopefully now just able to enjoy it a little bit good good i really hope you are enjoying it because you've got to enjoy every moment of pregnancy yeah exactly. and not moan <laughs> yeah not moan because you're hashtag blessed hashtag blessed <laughs> yeah yeah brilliant um so we had we've met a couple of times haven't we yes. we kind of bumped into each other yeah we've never ever kind of hung out no i kind of feel like once you've popped the baby out at some point i really feel like we need to have a wine together oh my goodness yeah I'd quite yeah. like just to be in the pub, having a bit of a chat, yeah. setting the world to rights. Sounds good to me. Um, but yes, yeah, so we met a couple of times and you are my first ever guest on my Yay, podcast. Yay, I'm honoured to be your first guest, so thank you for having me. So we're sat here, we've got a cup of tea each, haven't yeah, we? we? We're have. actually, just to give a bit of context, we're in the mum's net offices. It's probably a bit echoey, this podcast, because we're in a massive meeting room <laughs> and we're drinking tea out of mum's net mugs. We are, yeah. Um, and yes, so we're quite on brand as mums today, aren't we? We're so on brand, and I'm wearing. We're both wearing, we're both stripes. wearing stripes, obviously. <gasps> yeah, we are just like living the mum dream. Yeah, so good. So anyway, um, you're an ambassador for Mummy Social as well as obviously yes. the book. So you've got the um, your Unmumsy Mum book, you've got yeah. the Unmumsy Mum Diary, which came out earlier this year. You've got the Unmumsy Mum blog. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting for the Unmumsy Mum merchandise. <laughs> like, why haven't you got t-shirts? <laughs> I know. Do you know it's so funny? I'm. I have had people approach me to ask about collaborating on Unmumsy Mum merch, and I can tell you now exclusively, it's, there's no plans for it. Why? <laughs> I would wear it. I <laughs> would not. I mean, no. I know that it, it might be a bit fangirly for me to wear one of your T-shirts, but I can see mums up and down the country wearing an Unmumsy Mum T-shirt. I just feel like it would be the most. Um, I would find it completely cringe. I wouldn't find it cringe necessarily to wear somebody else's, but to promote my own is just so. It's just so out of my comfort zone. Hey guys, or let's all wear a T-shirt with my blog handle on because the thing is it's not even unmumsy isn't even technically a word it is now it is now yeah is it in like it, it, it is trademarked um, <laughs> is it in the Oxford dic- dictionary that'll be next year one yeah, of the words they add probably they'll probably get mail online to you know provide the yeah provide the definition fingers crossed um but yeah no and merch is is not mother merch is not something that i'm looking at um branching into anytime soon i'm so disappointed <laughs> but one of the things you are doing is you're an ambassador for mummy social yes which is uh, a website that helps to connect mums isn't yes. it tell me a little bit more about mummy social yes. so mummy social basically is a friendship site for mums um it does what it says on the tin the idea is that you um can find other mums in your local area um, who you can either meet up with on a you know one-to-one play date kind of basis or you can have a look at the wider socials that are being offered in the area if you feel like that whole going to meet one person one-on-one is too intense then you might go along to I don't know a picnic in the park and there'll be 10 of you Um, and generally when people turn up for those nobody knows anybody else so you're kind of all in the same 
boat of just less pressure just needing a bit of companionship because mm. you know you just do as especially as a new mum I think um so yeah it's um it's going really well so they've got um 80,000 mums signed up using the site that's amazing um and you know just massive credit and shout out to Josie Mummy Social's founder who is a mum of two who set up the website she built the site when she was uh, when her first child was napping and while she was pregnant with her second from the kitchen with, with her basic what she calls basic website coding skills but for the rest of us were probably you know fairly advanced and yeah um, just because she was lonely she'd been lonely she'd yeah. been in that place and was like we, I need you know I could do something about this yes. the best ideas always come from someone's necessity doesn't it yeah. someone realising that they need something and yeah. they just create it yeah I don't I honestly don't think she had any idea of what she'd kind of tapped into it mm. was like she just wanted something to do mm. um, she knew that it was a you know there was a need for it because she would have used the site um, and then, yeah, people kept signing up and signing up and social media followers grew. And then that's when she approached me and Helen Skelton from Country File and Olympics coverage frame, you know, ex-Blue Peter from back in the day. And, um, and said, you know, how do you two feel about being ambassadors? And we were like, yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah, mum, I mean, mum friends are so important, aren't yeah. they? What's your current set of mum friends like? really um dispersed so I don't have a what I would call a group of mum friends as such I just have lots of mum friends in different places so it's from um so we've moved house and area from when we when I had a newborn baby Henry um so I've got a really close friend who um kind of got me through those first few months after I had Henry but we no longer live nearby so it's more like the occasional coffee and catch up um and then obviously now I'm into the realms of school mums so there's school mum friends as well and luckily I think I've found yeah and all the stuff I've read online about finding your mum tribe yeah. I think I found mine that's so um, good. and that we've all been to the pub a couple of times oh, so see that that is the measure isn't it <laughs> yeah. if you can go to the pub and like next some prosecco together yeah. and get on that is it exactly um and then obviously so you've got old school friends but people move away so they're kind of here there and everywhere and then from like professionally from like blogging and writing and being on social media you meet people online that then become friends mm. in real life which is weird it's, it's weird so weird divide, isn't it you know because weird line we share a mum friend don't we, we? Do. so the lovely molly yeah who i met when my little girl who's now six was a baby and i met molly on twitter it was mm. kind of before you know instagram and all that kind of stuff yeah. And we've just clicked and just yeah. become... And we've been on holiday together and yeah. our girls get on really well. And you live quite near Molly, Yeah, I do, yeah. So we... we um, I think we met at the Mad Blog Awards. I think that's where we first met. And then, yeah, she lives just, at, you know, just down the road. So um, we will meet up, get the kids together, go up to Dartmoor. Um, yeah, let them roam free. So, yeah, the, just, the power of the internet to make yeah. friends. I think that shows you the mummy social thing is... I think sometimes people think, oh, but can you, you know, is it the same trying to, trying to like, kind of force a friendship online? Mm. Actually, it's just another way of finding people that if you'd met in real life, you probably would have been friends with anyway, but you just wouldn't find them. Yeah. You know? And also, I think it's quite hard. Like, you know, you get to, you go to school, you make friends, you go to university and you make friends. You might, you know, start your first job in your 20s. Yeah. But it's quite hard as you get on in life, in your later 20s and 30s and 40s, to make friends yeah it is because you 
that I think making friends is so much easier at other stages of your life because there are just obvious ways in which it happens. So at school, you sit next to somebody. You know, all, I can remember at school, all I had to do was kind of strike up a conversation with somebody about having a similar pencil case and then we would like get best friend necklaces for each other and that was it like cemented BFFs for life do you remember those um, like forever friends necklaces yeah. that were like half you'd have yeah. half your friend would have half I know and oh. those um, friendship bracelets that you would make for your yeah. friends yeah I remember all of those getting a load of um, jewellery slash tap from Claire's accessories that indicated that we were like lifelong besties yeah and then you know university generally if you go to university or, or away to college you're thrown into the most intense friendship environment aren't you and you kind of you kind of have to bond you know you either do or you don't and generally people do yeah um and then work the world of work you know if you're working in an office 40 hours a week you tend to find people that you click with and people probably that you don't yeah people that you click <laughs> with um and all those you know gossip chats in the you know over tea um, and then you become a parent. And I can actually remember cringing at the term mummy friends and thinking, I won't need, why would I need those? Because I've got friends. Yes, yeah, of course. I don't need, need people just to go and talk about nappies with. I'm not going to be that person. That is not, and obviously, then you have a baby and you, you actually need somebody to talk about oh, the contents of your child's nappy. Did you tell yourself that you wouldn't become a baby bore and you wouldn't yeah. be that person who posted pictures on Facebook? I just told myself, I just thought that my life wouldn't change. Um, that drastically it was almost like I imagined my life before but almost like with a baby photoshopped in yeah just slotted in yeah just on your hip yeah. and then and then of course you have I mean I was I was only 24 when I had Henry so a lot of my friends um were yet to have children in fact most of them were so then your routine falls completely out of step with your child-free professional friends mm. who are still going for cheeky drinks after work. And that's and you're like hard, isn't it? Feeding on the sofa. Yeah. yeah. Really hard. Because your, your friendship changes and they probably, you know, by and large, stop inviting you out because they assume yeah. you won't want to come and then yeah. you feel like left out. And yeah. it's this whole kind of vicious circle. And also it's the fact that there's no spontaneity anymore mm. when you're a new parent, especially. Um, so somebody to phone up and be like, oh, we're all heading to the pub in half an hour, that, that used to fill me with panic because it would be like, well, how am I going to fit the nap here? You know, when's he going to nap? The routine. The, the nap is like the, basically what the success of my whole day rides on. I can't just like whip him to the pub. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the thing. You, you do need friends who are parents, whether or not you like the term mummy friends or not. You need other people who have children in your friendship circle, definitely. Yeah. And it's amazing how many minutes and hours can pass with you discussing things like the contents of your child's yeah. nappy yeah. and the kind of cough that they're doing. Yeah. And, and all those things you said you would never do, mm. things you swore you wouldn't do as a parent, but you then do. Um, so it is all of those conversations. But I kind of think that, you know, looking back, you know, when I was a, a new mum, it's such a massive learning curve. Yeah. Like you don't know anything. And yeah, you can read all the books and, you know, go into websites like Mumsnet and read yeah. all the threads. But it's having those people face to face to compare and contrast yeah. that matters. And also it's having somebody like in the old fashioned sense who can look at you and think and kind of make an assessment on whether or not you're okay. Yeah. Because if you've got, if you've, if you've made, you know, if you've made good friends, generally, um, you know, I've had friends where I've said, how's it going? And they've gone, yeah, yeah, fine. But if you're sat with them with a cup of tea, it just takes one more question of, are you really, yeah, though, yeah. for it or kind of all to come spilling out? And yeah. you need that. You, you need, need that. somebody to be like, 
okay, this is a safe space for you to say it's absolutely horrendous yeah. and you're not quite sure what's happened to your life. It's fine. I won't judge you for that. Yeah. And then, yeah. I vividly remember um, when my daughter was maybe about three months old, sitting in Cafe Nero and it, it was getting dark um, outside, walking out with the pram, bumping into someone that I vaguely knew from like pregnancy yoga, but didn't really know her that, yeah. that well. And her saying, how are you doing? And me being like, I'm fine, how are you? And we had a quick chat, and then I walked away. And as I walked away, I had tears streaming down my face. And in my head, I was going, I'm not really fine. Yeah, I'm fine. not fine at all. And you need those people who kind of stop you and say, but really, how are you? Yeah. Don't you? I know. And that's, and that's really sad. And it's really sad. But we've all, we, we've all been there. You, you feel like um, you have to... You have to show that you're coping. Otherwise, what does that say about you as a parent? Yeah. But, um, Which is why your books and everything, your blog and everything are so welcomed by so many women. Yeah. Because you are holding your hands up and saying, it's not always easy. It's not always great. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think that is really important. I think, um, you know, without sounding too kind of corny, when I set out to write the book, the idea was to write the book that I think I would have benefited from reading it's what I needed to hear kind of in those early days yeah. and actually what I did instead was I made the mistake of buying every parenting manual under the sun in an attempt to kind of fix baby Henry because I was just adamant there was something you know something wrong with him because um you know he didn't sleep between these times and he didn't do x y and z and you panic purchase don't you like mm. online in the middle of the night oh so it'd be like yeah. Gina, Gina Ford book will be here in the morning and she will fix us and then of course Henry hasn't read the book so didn't um didn't get the memo that you know was well, he not reading it he age. was not reading no oh. he, no and he, he wasn't reading he you know he, he wasn't fluent in, in Latin either um yeah so it is it is just massively important to have people that you can say yeah no it, like it's magical and it's wonderful but except for the days when it's not and actually I'm struggling today so there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. And you didn't do NCT classes, did you? I didn't. No. So I planned to because that's what my sister did and that's what my best friend did. Um, my best friend from school, so she, so I live in Devon and she'd moved to Brighton, so there was no way that we could be maternity buddies, even though we were pregnant at the same time. Um, she did NCT, has made some lovely, really lovely, like what I would say are lifelong friends from it, um, as has my sister. But for me, um, there wasn't one within kind of a 20, 25 mile radius of where I lived. So there was no point in making friends locally when you weren't local. Yeah. So I just did it the old fashioned way and went to antenatal classes and tried to strike up conversations with with people made one really good friend from that but oh, it was, was hard yeah. yeah 
I think it is harder. The friends I've got who've been to other antenatal classes haven't necessarily made those. What is it about NCT that encourages? I think it's because I think it's because the whole thing is it is geared around you guys having a, you know, a reunion and you share your, um, you know, I don't know contact details and mm. you become like a little pack, don't yeah. you? Antenatal classes, you just kind of drop in and out. Right. I mean, yeah. I can't even really remember who was there, um, but I think that's the the kind of chief um, benefit or, or maybe USP of like something like Mummy Social is that you can, you can select your parenting wolf pack around you based on circumstances that fit. So who works, you know, who's, who's, going, who's working part-time, who's working full-time, you know, who's, who's not going back to work for the time being. Um, so you don't have that thing of getting to the end of maternity leave and being like, oh, great, now who do I hang out with? Yeah. So you, can't, you can kind of tailor-make it to actually who's going to be a, you know, realistic buddy um, and strike up conversations with those people online. And if there isn't, you know... I mean, don't want to say it's like dating, but... It does sound like a kind of... If there's no fizz and there's no spark and you say, oh, my God, my child's been horrendous today, and they say, oh, no, I, like, love every single second of parenthood, you just... That that might not be the person that you should go for, you know, park and and coffee shop dates with. But as we know, you know, those conversations that you make with people online can be so refreshing that you think, I want to be friends with you in real life. Yeah, yeah. And it's quite hard to get that step from you know chatting someone online to actually then saying can we yeah. be actual friends please it is and some of the feedback that i think mummy social and, and like josie has had is that people are too frightened to make that first move to say oh let's take this offline and meet up so there is just a i think it's called suggest a cuppa button and you'll literally get a notification of alison wants to have a cuppa with you yeah. and the worst that can happen is that person doesn't quite doesn't fancy it or yeah. can't make it yeah. but it's not the same as being kind of pied in the face in real life, is it? It's yeah. just an online... No, it's not for me. That's so. really good. That's really good. Um, and um, you went to quite... Um, I was reading in your book, you were saying that you went along to quite a few baby groups, and that's how so you many. tried to kind of make friends that yeah. way. I, I um, With varying degrees of success as well. So some... I found some um, play groups and baby groups to be lovely and really welcoming to new people. I think it often depends on how it's run and if you get somebody that's kind of overseeing things you know the first one I went to when we lived um out in the sticks there was a woman there who would kind of immediately spot new blood and sort of say let me get you a cup of tea this is how it works around here which is all you need you know I just wanted to hug her that was lovely and almost introduce you to other people I've been to others where people don't even flinch or move from their little circles um and that, that's quite hard. You hear horror stories. I had a mum who messaged me recently who said she went to a playgroup, plucked up the courage, you know. You know what it's like, packing everything in a bag, trying to get there. Went to this playgroup or baby group, sat... There were three, three mums sat down. She sat on the end next to them to make up the fourth and attempted to kind of join in the conversation. Um, and then another mum turned up and they said, oh, excuse me, can you move? No! Because that was their friend. <gasps> And she oh. just said she kind of picked up her stuff, <gasps> left her dignity kind of on on the bench, and um, and thought, you know, I'm never I'm never kind of gonna I'm never gonna fit in. How how do they all already know each other? Oh, sort that, of thing. that would make me cry. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, if you're feeling a bit unstable anyway, that would be awful. But I went to other things. I went to Monkey Music Music Group. Um, which was hilarious in its own right because Henry had no interest in the music, none. So I basically spent an hour 
kind of dancing around the circle, pointing at monkey, you know, doing animal actions while did you, he did, just... Did you love it a bit? Yeah, I loved it a bit. It was like <laughs> the nearest I got to like raving, you know, kind of, um, yeah, with the, with the toy monkey. And I met this girl there, um, Emma, who we just clicked... I think one of us was either late, you know, most weeks, which for me is kind of a sign of they haven't quite got everything together in the yeah. same way that I haven't. Um, and she just said one day, oh, I really fancy a drink. And I was thinking, does she mean like a tea? Or she was like, should we, you know, should we arrange a time to go out for a proper drink? And I was like, yeah. Um, and we have. We've had, you know, a few mum's nights out. Um, and, yeah, just... And, and you know, I... I would class her as a really good friend and that is just from striking up conversation at baby group so it does happen yeah, yeah, yeah. but you kind of have to you have to kind of try them all and the thing that always worries me for um, other mums is if you're kind of feeling anxious or you've had a hard time of it and you go to one group and have a bad experience do you just then never go to anything again yeah I was just desperate I was like have me as your friend so I turned up to everything and hoped that somebody wanted to be friends with me um, but I think yeah I hope that mummy social takes the worry out of that and that you can strike up those conversations first and not fear walking into a room where everybody already knows each other that's the worst isn't it yeah it is I I was too scared to go to any any group with my baby on my own I only went to ones like monkey music yeah my NCT friends were going as well yeah um I just didn't have the confidence to walk into a room on my own no it's crazy and I think that when you are a new mum quite often your confidence does take a bit of a battering it does yeah and even if normally you would be quite happy you know like a work event or something like that to walk in on your own it just I think it's because your identity shifts doesn't it so I can remember feeling because I worked in finance so when I went off from my job in finance with with baby Henry I'd been in this job where I'd kind of been doing really well with my sales targets I kind of you know sashayed around like I owned the place in, in the office um, and actually felt like I was quite competent at that job. And I went from that to being on maternity leave, where I didn't feel very competent at all. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And then that doesn't fill you with wanting to kind of... I don't know. I, even my body language changed, I think. I kind of came a bit more downtrodden and, mm. and worrying. But, you know, worrying, was I doing everything right? Was everybody else doing a better job than me? Because everybody else appears to be coping, yeah. don't they? Yeah. You know, everybody else is like, got it sussed. And you're just kind of drowning <laughs> um but actually you know over the years all the messages i've had from people from the blog and um and in response to the books it's just made me realize that so many people even when they tell you like you were saying even when they tell you that they're everything's fine they're having days when they're not fine as well yeah. so yeah so with this baby with baby number three yes. are you are you looking are you in the market for more mum friends um do you know it's funny i was saying to i was saying to somebody the other day i I absolutely will be going to more baby groups and things. In fact, I've been to... I've recently been on a mummy social social, um, a picnic in the park, to meet up with other local mums, which is lovely. Um, but I think I will probably... Um, I will probably look to see you know, see if I can find a, a mum with a similar due date. You yeah. Because I like to have that... I mean, I found there are some online but that don't live near me, but I like to have that kind of, you know, going through the different phases at the same time yeah definitely it's so important um, and when you go to baby groups with this baby what's that going to be like if people are like oh so what do you do do you know it's really it's really weird like I find it's either a mixture of um I 
I find myself almost not wanting to tell people what I do. Definitely, I get that. I don't know why. I I say, oh, I like I'm an author, or I I, free, I do like I'm a freelance writer. Or yeah, whatever. Well, I, I just write things. What you write about? Oh, do you like this and that? Just you life, know, kind of. But um, I'm increasingly finding, and it's really odd, but I'm increasingly finding that generally, if I go to a big group setting, at some point, somebody will say. Oh, I've read your book. They'll rumble or, you. Yeah, and it's really weird. Even if it's not like, um, I think people are too. Sometimes they're too polite. It's a very British thing, isn't it? Not to say anything then and there, but to send me a message afterwards. So we saw. I saw you swimming with your whole family and your mother and father-in-law today at X pool, and then I'm kind of like, okay. Um, but it's not. It's not weird. It's just that they didn't feel able at the time yeah. to kind of swim over and say. Well, it's awkward, especially in the swimming pool when yeah. you're there in your bikini. Yeah, there is pressure in that sense. And if I'm having a massive meltdown, or I've had tantrums. Um, I've had tantrums. Well, I have. <laughs> but um, Henry's had tantrums publicly before, and I have kind of tried to reprimand him as best as I know how which is basically to bribe him with biscuits until he stops whinging um and I've had messages from people that have been like oh look like you were struggling in next in Exeter you know this morning with um with your toddler so there, there is that worry but to be honest if it all just goes to pot and I've got a crying baby that you know is refusing to feed and a toddler that's running rings around me and then I'm late for the school run it you know and people observe that um at least it's on brand yeah <laughs> But it, it's real life. It's real life. Yeah, exactly. So um, now I'm 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 really looking forward to doing the baby bit again. I don't think I've ever looked forward to the baby bit before. I think I've always just been too worried. And now I've got the backup testimonies of people that are like, "No, we worried as well." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, maybe I can relax a bit more this time." Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Ask me again next year. Yeah, I'll be I like, will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I've got a few quick fire questions for yeah. you. Just a couple. Um, Mr. Bloom or Dr. Orange? Oh... I am going to have to say Mr. Bloom because I've met Dr. Rand, who's lovely, but I'm quite tall and he's not. So it's just... I mean, I'm not sure Mr. Bloom's particularly tall. I've never seen him in real life. I haven't either. But I think I would say he's taller. And so based purely on that, I just... Yeah. Um, Play-Doh or paint? Oh, neither. No, I'm joking. Um, Crafts are great at Playgroup. Um, But I would... Do you know what? I would actually say paint because um mum hack i just i just cut up a bin bag now and put it on the table as like a as like a um like a tablecloth <laughs> like a tablecloth i love it and then just let my kids go wild with the paints and then basically scoop it all up and it's kind of not gone everywhere whereas play-doh you find in places where there really shouldn't be play-doh for weeks yeah in the tv room for ages our sky remote wasn't working properly and it was because play-doh had been wedged in with the batteries in the back um so paint i think i don't know i find less uh, less of a worry but i'll admit i'm not particularly I'm not a crafty mum. I'm like, you can do that at, like, preschool. That's what preschool's for. Enjoy it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay, rainy day park visit or staying indoors and going stir crazy? Oh, my God. Get out. Get out, get out, get out, get out, wherever you are. Um, I cannot spend a whole day indoors and stay sane. I'm not even joking. I made I made that mistake so many times over on maternity leave both times in thinking that a day at home was just safer somehow, mm. you know? Yeah. Because I could watch Holly and Phil on this morning oh. and then it'll be time for some spaghetti hoops on toast and then I've got to do the baby-led weaning thing so, you know, that's going to be messy so I wouldn't want to go out and oh, now it's time for his nap time and oh, I'll just as well wait until James gets home. Yeah. You know, when you're kind of like rocking, waiting for them to come home and it's like, oh, I'm a bit delayed. What? Yeah. <laughs> that um, text that comes yeah. through is like, I'm going to be late tonight. Oh my Ooh. God, the text 
so much. Yeah, the, the text, text messages doom. I sent James are just, you know, you could make a whole, that could be a third book, the ranty, abusive messages I sent my husband when I was on maternity leave. Um, so, yeah, definitely get out out have you got kind of like all the, the rainy day kit for your boys have you got like those all-in-one zip-up we've got one for jude because he is generally he just gets filthy um wherever he goes so we're just like yeah like zip him in something that yes where he'll do minimal damage um but even if we all go out and get absolutely you know soaking wet from the rain um i still would rather deal with the aftermath of that than i would with kids bouncing off the walls at the witching hour, you yeah. know, five oh. to seven, two hours even, five to seven p.m. when you're like, oh god, yeah, there's nothing worse. Just make it stop. <laughs> yeah, that's when you reach for the wine. Yeah, exactly, but not from not at the moment. No, unfortunately, oh. never oh. mind. Um, party bad tat, keep or bin. Oh god. Um, well, so we we have a slight issue with any level of tat of any description in our house, and that is that. Henry gets incredibly attached to inanimate objects of any description. Like what kind of thing? Um, like popped balloons, <laughs> um, pencils, you know, things that... It's like he has a list in his head of what he's got and where he's got it from. Um, and so, you know, more fool you if you chuck out the blue popped balloon from Charlie's fifth birthday party because he will ask for it. So we've got this system now, which we adopted after he saw it on Bing Bloody Bunny. I saw that the episode. The bye-bye box. Yes. So we have a bye-bye box, and things that are broken go in the bye-bye box. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's a nightmare. But, like, if, if I were to get, you know... You get all these little bottles of, you know, tiny things of bubbles mm. and, I don't know, games that don't work. And, and we all do it. You know, go to Poundland and do a sweep oh, yeah. for a party bag. It's like a rite of passage. We kind of have to either not give them to Henry or give them to him knowing that they will be accounted for in the house for the next 15 years. I love that. He's just so attached to things, yeah. Bless him. What has been your most embarrassing parenting moment? Oh, my God. Um, There have been been loads, but I think they're generally, um, generally based around things that kids have said, like out and about in public. Um, Henry comments on my body quite a lot if, you know, swimming pool changing rooms and what have you. So we've had a lot of, you know, we've had a lot of that. We had one particular incident where he was commenting on um, the kind of shape, amount, level, texture and consistency of my pubic hair in the changing rooms in comparison with my mother-in-law's because Nanny also takes him swimming. But Nanny has... I'm not going to... I'm not going to... For for the benefit of of protecting your imaginations, I'm not going to tell you the comparisons. But it was quite detailed. Colour, how much, you know... Um, really quite, you know, this is this is what's, you know, oh, mummy, this is, your your front bottom is like this, and nanny's is like that. And they say it's all loudly, don't And it's really loud, yeah. yeah. So I've had quite a few of those. And also, um, I've had inc- <laughs> incidents where um, our, it has been a certain time of the month, and he has commented yeah. on, oh, mummy, did you cut your bottom? Um, 
and I and I felt like that is a time in which to kind of try and explain. No, no, this is you know. But it, it, when they when they're too young, yeah. Now I could explain to him probably, but you know, at three, there's no point in trying to talk to him about menstrual cycle. No. He's got no idea. Yeah. So it's just like, yes, I cut my bottom. But it's okay. <laughs> Do you need a plaster? I've got one in my bag, quite a big one. But um, yeah, I've had that before. My little girl a couple of years ago really loud in the public toilet. Why have you got blood on your knickers? <laughs> and then thanks for that. The response that you give has to be for the benefit of your child and also everyone else who's yeah. listening because they're all yeah. listening to yeah. hear everyone what you say back how's she going to handle it yes <laughs> I'll stay here for a bit longer uh, yeah so lo- loads of um, loads of things like that and also what else um, just oh there was a new, there were, like times when I picked him up from the childminder once and she said um, he just must just be obsessed with na- the naked form I mean I think that's quite a, no- a normal thing for kids isn't it yeah and she said that um, the childminder had been changing a baby's uh, a little baby boy's nappy and Henry had been peering over the top and he went, um, oh, a little willy. My daddy's got a really big willy. <laughs> the childminder was like, I'm not, I don't feel like I can look James, you know, in the eye now. To which I had to step in and go, well, it's all relative. Because, you know, he was looking at a, ba- a, a, baby's, a baby's penis. <laughs> Poor James. <laughs> Poor James. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, now, listen, um, a regular feature on my podcast, regular being you're the first yes. guest, therefore this is the first yeah. time we've done it, is what's really, I should have a jingle here, what's really in your mum bag? Okay. Um, so, do you have your mum bag with you? I do. So, well, do you know what? My um, my mum bag is kind of like a hybrid mum work bag. And so there's always things of both of those Lives, both of your identities, yeah, both of my identities. Although that's, it's fairly merged, and I am making a living out, kind of out of being a mom. Um, so um, I have, if, if you, you know, if you dip your hand in, I will oh. probably pull out. Okay, so you've got the obvious stuff: water bottle, really boring. Um, and then you've got, you know, uh, phone charger, all that kind of like professional stuff. But then there will be probably some of that plastic tap that yeah. we talked about Henry's if plastic tats at the bottom um, yeah like uh, what were they was it, was it tic-tac-toads you know the little things oh that yeah you where you put your thumb down and they the little like frogs and animals yeah, yeah, and things when they, yeah when they jump so one of those um, there's always kids snacks which I'm sometimes quite thankful for, especially in pregnancy, but like boxes of raisins, yogurt raisins, those like yogurt coated strawberry flakes, bags of those. Mm. Um, so you're lucky, I just end up with the rubbish. So in my bag right now, I've got one of those um, yo yo, you know, oh, the yo yo, bear yo yo things. I've just got an empty packet because. Yeah. My child but basically... It doesn't still have the card in it. It you doesn't. Have, oh. No, she's taking that. But, but she uses me as a human bin. Yeah. So she'll finish something. And whether it's a banana peel or whether it's just rubbish, she's yeah. just... The hand goes out and I have to stuff it in pockets, in bags. Yeah. I'm basically a walking human yeah, bin. Yeah, I have had... Um, I have had... There have been times when I've gone to pick out to see if I've got a tissue and I've picked out a tissue and it's a used tissue that one of my kids has snotted mm. into and then put in my bag. And I've kind of gone, oh, that's crustier than I was expecting so um so yeah but generally just um it's a like a lucky dip put stick your hand in there could be anything and also like rotting fruit nice because they don't ever want the snack the fruit snack do they actual fruit no no um but you feel like you have to take it with you so that you can you know present the the appearance the of a of a mum that is like yes let's have, let's have your five a day so I will do like we'll be on a, you know we'll be on the bus up to town and it'll be like oh we've got these yogurt raisins or you can have a satsuma obviously the satsuma gets binned off and then it just ends up kind of 
Yeah. I feel like just by offering the fruit, though, you're doing your mum duty. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And even if they don't even entertain the option, yeah. you, you've, you've offered it. I don't it. know. I stand by the, the whole, um, you know, you just, they'll get there in the end, in that Henry was the fussiest toddler, you know, would basically only eat cheesy pasta, as in pasta with cheese grated on it, not like a cheese, actual cheese sauce. Um, and now he loves green vegetables. It's like me and James sometimes look at him and we're like is this our child, you know, um, yeah. it's odd. He will be like, oh, what, what are we having tea? Oh, are we having any green beans with it? And we're kind of like, what? Whereas his brother at nearly three is still in there, will only eat beige foods, yeah, code beige. beige. If it's beige, it's safe. See, I'm a bit worried. My six-year-old is still in the beige is phase. She? Oh, but she'll be fine. She'll get there. Yeah. Listen, um, thank you so much for, uh, for chatting to me today. I really appreciate you coming on my podcast. Oh, no, thank you. I'm honoured to be the first guest. And yeah, good luck, with, good luck with the rest of it. Thank you, thank you. So that was it, episode one of my podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, do subscribe on iTunes and Acast and you'll get the next episode automatically popping onto your device. And uh, yeah, rate me as well. So apparently that all helps. But thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.